Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Growth Everywhere, where we interview entrepreneurs on business growth tips and also personal growth tips. This week, we have the CEO and founder of Unbounce, which is a landing page uh, creation tool. Um, we have Rick today. Rick, how are we doing? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Cool. And Rick, how do you pronounce your last name, by the way? Just so I uh, get it right. Perot. Perot. Uh, remember that a politician from Texas called Ross Perot? All right. It's the exact same way. Rick Perot. Cool. So, Rick, why don't you give us a little background on yourself and then uh, talk a little bit about Unbounce and what you guys do? Sure. I uh, Well, I started my career uh, on, on the creative side. And uh, later in the years, uh, work, working in marketing, realizing that um, we couldn't get landing. Well, we realized that landing pages were unique landing pages for um, for our ad campaigns were really effective. But we couldn't really get them done uh, timely or costly. Um, and when we looked around, I looked around for a solution, some sort of kind of CMS or something that would allow the marketing team to quickly build landing pages for their campaigns so we wouldn't have to bother the IT department or, or contract the workout. There was really nothing out there. Uh, and hence, that's where the idea for Unbounce was born. Got it. Cool. And yeah. how many users do you guys have today? Wow. Today, we're actually, as of this morning, we have 4,700 uh Paying customers, full paying customers. Uh, we have another. Then we have another thousand entrepreneurs that are on discounted plans or free plans and uh, things like that. But uh, yeah, so we're 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 past the five thousand mark now in total active uh, user base. Cool, gotcha. And how long has the company been around? We founded the company in August of uh, two thousand wow. uh, and launched the product in the summer of two thousand and ten. So we've just had our, our we just had our four year company anniversary, uh, as well as our three years uh, having a product on the market. Cool, gotcha. And how are revenues looking this year? Uh, we're profitable. Revenues are looking very good. Uh, we're, we're somewhere you know forty seven hundred paying customers. Average revenue per customer is about seventy dollars mm -hmm. per month. So. Uh, that's where we're sitting. Cool, great, awesome. So yeah, let's talk a little bit um, about you know the kind of how kind of how you guys got to the first 100 users. Like, what did you guys do to get there? Wow, the first 100 users. Uh, well, actually, interestingly enough, I think we did something uh, quite unique at the time. I think a lot of companies will sit down and then you know they spend their resources uh, you know building a product. Mm -hmm. um, but the day we founded the company was the day we actually launched our blog. And the challenge was, you know, I was thinking back my own experience looking for a landing page solution. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, you know, it's, it's not mainstream what we're trying to do. It, it's definitely, it's not like we're, we're entering an existing market. And it's like, how are marketers going to find us? So mm -hmm. Ollie and I sat down and talked. And what, I, what we realized, well, we need to blog. We need to become thought leaders in the space around mm -hmm. conversion rate optimization and A-B testing and mm -hmm. just good internet marketing. Um, so we started the blog, day mm -hmm. one. And uh, I think uh, between that August of 2009 and the end of the year, Ollie wrote some 100 blog post. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, crazy amount. Uh, the, the man's a, a writing machine. Uh -huh. um, so by the time we were actually ready to go into beta of some kind, we actually already had quite a following. We, we, you know, we, we built quite a following with our blog. We had a lot of RSS subscribers. Mm -hmm. We built up our, our, our Twitter following. Um, so we actually use Twitter a lot to actually distribute and to 
actually share other people's content and to launch our own blog content. So a new blog post would come up, we'd announce it on Twitter, and mm -hmm. uh, just in a few, just in a few short months too, we were able to build up quite the following uh, due to the content. So. Uh, so by the time we were ready to go into beta, mm -hmm. we, we we had you know we were able to announce, hey, listen, Unbounce is going to beta. If you're interested, sign up. And uh, that was our first hundred users, just like that. Uh, cool. That was really quick. So we went out of beta pretty much the day one of our beta users said, hey, I've paid for this now. Mm -hmm. uh, we put up a pricing page, and uh, the rest is history. And that was it. That was nice. So start the blog first. This is my takeaway here. Start the blog. Start to you know accumulate that content, you know, and start to kind of build that brand awareness. Also get you know Google to kind of notice you as well, and then yeah. you know just launch that product once it's ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we started writing about stuff related to what Unbounce does. Like, so we didn't write about Unbounce, and even if today you go to the Unbounce blog, yeah. it's not a how to use Unbounce or why you should use Unbounce, and mm -hmm. uh, it's really about how to do good marketing. Uh, how to, yeah, it's really about how do you do good marketing. So mm -hmm. if you're going to do good marketing and that stuff interests you, Unbounce as a product is potentially a really good fit. Therefore, we're attracting a user base or a, a potential customer base who reads the blog and who are in line with the product. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, um, well, I can assure you, had we not done the blog uh, and had launch the product without having a blog, you and I would not be having this conversation. 100% guaranteed. Yep, and Rand Fishkin feels the same way about the Moz blog, by far the most, you know, the biggest thing. So this is content marketing at its finest. Um, so can you reveal to us like how many visits the, the blog gets per month right now and how long it took to kind of get there? To be honest, I'm not sure how many visits it gets per month right now. Uh, but I can tell you... Uh, I guess how long it took oh. you to get to that kind of, you know, while wow, we're doing really well at the blog. Uh, I would say four to six months. Okay, somewhere around four to six months. Uh, you know, it it was. Uh, I think probably after about six months, you know, then we'd have thought leaders actually showing up, making comments, mm -hmm. pointing over to it, mm -hmm. um, and that's really not a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think so. I mean, no, yeah, and no, the timing was perfect. So by the time the blog was really starting to get some traction. Mm -hmm. um, and really starting to get, you know, having Tim Ash, who wrote the book on landing pages, you know, point to the Unbounced blog, or, mm -hmm. or actually, or Rand Fishkin, for that matter, uh, you know, refer to it. Uh, it was probably about six months. Got and, it. Uh, yeah. No, that, that's, that's tremendous in the, you know, SEO, content marketing world. Six months is, I mean, mm -hmm. that's great to have traction that quickly. Um, so what's one, you know, massive struggle you faced while kind of growing Unbounced? One massive struggle we faced uh, growing Unbounce, uh, analytics, reporting, uh, and I don't mean Google Analytics, I mean yeah. real business analytics and, and not just getting it, but actually understanding what we should be tracking. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I, we, we try to figure out churn so many different ways, we have so many different people tell us how all the different ways we should do it. And it, it took us a long time before we, you know, we really got some good KPIs mm -hmm. measurement in place, but not just the, both on the technical side, mm -hmm. but also conceptually on what we should be measuring. And you know, uh, one perfect example, we, we used to offer a, a, a much lower price point. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was great because we'd get a lot of these signups and I used to be able to say, oh look, we got you know, 50 signups on this plan today. So then the volume sounded great, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until we started doing cohort reporting Mm -hmm. And really digging into the 
to the kind of the metrics, the intelligence of the business. Mm -hmm. What we realized is those customers were staying with us maybe four or five months. There were high risk of churn mm -hmm. because that most of them didn't have real businesses and they were just trying things and they would churn. Well, our, our cost of acquiring them was say $150 and they were mm -hmm. only staying around and paying us 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. So we're actually losing money on that plan right. and we didn't know that for the longest time. And interesting enough, we dropped the plan and all of a sudden our our gross margins go up and everything work. You know, we start making more money. <laughs> Increase prices, decrease churn. Yes. So, <laughs> um, cool. So how did you? I mean, how did you go about solving this problem? Because I had this problem when I was helping with growth at Treehouse, where we weren't sure what was going on at sometimes. I'm not sure we've actually solved it well. I mean, we still struggle with technology. We still we still debate some of this. Mm -hmm. I, I think we've slugged through it. Um, in fact, it, it's. Uh, I say to one of my partners all the time. I say, you know what? Once we got some time, we got to write about this. We could blog about this, mm -hmm. and I think it would be. I think so many startups probably go through this exact same yeah. pain. Uh, I don't think we've solved it a hundred percent. We've just had to slug through it. Um, I, you know, we've we've gone out there. We've read. We've talked to other entrepreneurs. Uh, I know uh, Rand Fishkin. I'll mention him again. He's actually been a lot of help, uh, mm -hmm. both reading the stuff and and talking to him personally. He's been uh, provided a lot of insights. Uh, uh, David David Scott, who writes, uh, yeah. He, yeah, he writes a lot on entrepreneurial metrics and KPIs, and mm -hmm. so that's been really helpful. He and he, you know, he got on the phone with us one day and, uh, you know, helped set us straight. Uh, so just reaching out to other entrepreneurs that are a few years ahead and who've done it and uh, has been a lot of help. But uh, it's still an area that we struggle with. It, you know, we even at this stage, it's like, you know, it's like the debate now. It's like so I could we could hire a full time engineer to plug away at metrics or build mm -hmm. product features so it's uh, we still struggle with that okay and do you have that engineer in-house right now uh, we don't have that engineer okay. Got it. <laughs> that's, so that's cool yeah. yeah but yes actually all our engineering is all done in-house okay and in uh, it's actually on it's it's one of the next one of the next uh, engineering hires it's it's up there on the top uh, three list is have somebody dedicated to that full-time because we've done it piecemeal yeah, we had um, we had a data scientist at Treehouse, and he was just full time dedicated. To that had a background in stats, and he, he could code as well, and that really awesome. helped. Yeah, so that, I think I think that'd be really helpful. Um, yeah. Cool. So I mean, you know, for our for our audience, a lot of them, you know, they're just getting into conversion rate optimization, learning learning how to grow their businesses. Um, what yeah. percent of their budget should go into conversion rate optimization? What percent of a budget should go into conversion rate optimization? Very general question, I know. <laughs> sure, and I, I, I'm not sure I can answer that, but let me, let me put it this way. Let's just say if I'm spending, uh, if I'm not spending on conversion rate optimization, let's just say if I'm spending $1,000 a month to drive some traffic to my website and I'm not testing it, and that $1,000 converts to 100 users, well, Putting a little bit, let's just say if I put a little bit of effort into conversion rate optimization and I'm able to uh, make a, an increase of you know, 10% on my conversion rate, well, that $1,000 I'm spending can, you know, can convert to a lot more users. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can tell you if we just send you know, traffic that goes to our website, converts a lot, lot lower, or to our homepage, converts mm -hmm. a lot lower than, than traffic that's being sent to a, a landing page. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there, 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 there's a point where, you know, you, you spend too much on, you, you might spend too much on conversion rate optimization, you're not driving enough traffic or yeah. not doing activities. It's really, you got to find a balance and what works for you. It's different for everyone, but I, I can assure you the, the investment, actually, if, if you, 
We've done a blog post on that actually, where we actually break out a spreadsheet and we have some examples. And if you search uh, conversion economics, okay, conversion economics, do a search on that. And uh, actually, I help Ollie and I actually co-authored the blog post on the Unbounce blog, mm-hmm. and we walked through the, a lot of the metrics around, you know. Um, in, in investing in CRO as opposed to just driving traffic, Got it. which in the old days that's what we used to do. I mean, yeah. you know, if you wanted more sales, you'd double the ad traffic budget. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, we just realize that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but to answer you specifically, to answer your question, I, it, it it just you need to be investing in 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 CRO, and it it all depends on, you know, the budget really depends on your individual needs. Got it. Okay, and it's 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 the same thing as asking what's the, what's a good conversion rate. Well, that's that's different for everyone. Uh, yeah, it's it's really general. How do you start a company, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so inbound marketing um, strategy. I kind of want to dive into it a little deeper. I know you said Ali kind of he, he authored mm-hmm. the first hundred posts. So like, what's going on with the blog now? Are you guys investing money into it? How are you guys finding writers? Who manages it? All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, interesting enough, yeah, we do. We actually it's it's gone well beyond just Ali now. He I guess he's he's the chief editor of the blog, mm-hmm. uh, but we have a whole network of guest writers who, uh, who write and uh, for the blog. And uh, yourself? <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. So uh, we have a whole network of guest writers and uh, who are contributing content. It's, it's, it's curated, so we, we, you know, we work with the writers to make sure it's, it meets a certain standard. And, uh, so that's actually one piece. Uh, so the blog still it's still our primary focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, from a content, you asked me about content marketing as well, but mm-hmm. we, we do more than just the blog now. Mm-hmm. We do uh, we're investing a lot in uh, ebooks. So basically, we'll do a, 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 a you know an ebook on a you know a, a, a pretty big one as well, like mm-hmm. thirty two page ebook on a particular topic like A B testing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually, and so we've been doing those. People will come along, they find them, and they download them. We'll point to them, excuse me, from the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things have a lot of life to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the one that Ollie did. It was the uh, ultimate AV testing guide. Is that the it, one? Well, no, there was the the noob guide to online marketing. Yeah, it was a six month. Here's how you know it's six months step by step course to start from zero mm-hmm. to get you to. Driving lots of traffic to your website and your mm-hmm. blog, and and uh, and the infographic uh, printed out is, it's, it's like six feet, six or eight feet tall. Yeah. And uh, well, that thing's been sh- that thing's been downloaded like mm-hmm. tens of thousands of times. Uh, in fact, we have we have companies that'll send us pictures where they've printed out that infographic uh-huh. and it's hanging in their office. And wow. Actually, I walked into five hundred startups uh, office and they had yeah. it, they had it hanging in there. Um, so those things we we're, we've invested a lot in those, and now what we we started to do just recently is um, do these ebooks with a partner. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we've you know we're we're still you know compared to the you know Moz and HubSpots of the world, we're still a relatively small company where we've you know we've gained a reputation of being able to create this really good high quality uh, content. So. Uh, we've been working with partners where we'll co-brand. We've done one with uh, this summer. We did one with HubSpot, um, and it was basically co-branded. Uh, we led the creation of the content, and then together we distributed that. Um, they were really happy with the results. We were really happy with the results, and we're now actually working on another one with them. So, 
so we're looking at doing more uh, content partnerships with others who actually like to create content and mm -hmm. um, we did one with MailChimp as well and mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely where we're going with our content marketing and and trying to find ways uh, you know uh, we talked about authors and now that we have a network of authors but mm -hmm. we're looking to find you know really develop this community that kind of um, that exists around Unbounce and kind of trying to get bring it together where our community can start developing content and share it with one another and um, so that's probably where you'll see us go over the next, you know, 12 to 18 months is really try to make that possible. Got it. And you bring up a really interesting point when you talk about the new guide to online marketing. That's a really evergreen piece of content. And when I interviewed Rand, he was talking about that too, where it's not a, you know, sometimes it's not about producing as many blog posts as you can. It's about creating that cornerstone piece of content. So for it, for them, it's the, it's the beginner's guide to SEO and they invest yeah. a lot of time you know, money into it and design work. So I guess one of the question is, I mean, you know, you're getting all this recurring traffic, um, you know, people are like sharing it and stuff. How much did you invest into like, or how much would you invest into something like that? I would invest uh, as much as I can in something like that. I mean, for us, it's, uh, well, it actually, it comes down to this, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but Unbounce, we don't have a sales team. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, we, we do a little bit of lead nurturing, a little bit of onboarding early on with the leads that we get, but we don't really have a traditional sales team. And the challenge I'm always faced with is like, you know, I could hire a salesperson who's going to get on the phone and call 10 companies a day and, or I could hire somebody who's going to write amazing content that's going to continue to drive new customers and generate leads for months, if not years to come. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, when we talk here internally, it's, you know, hey, will we ever develop a, you know, a sales team? And I say, yeah, when we run out of leads to collect from, you know, when we run out of leads that all this content's generating for yeah. us, I, I think we will. But no, it's, it's actually a big, big part of what we do in marketing. It's, in fact, it's the biggest thing we do in marketing mm -hmm. is the, the, the generation of content. Uh, it's, it's, it's the foundation that our whole marketing uh, initiatives are based on. We do very little... Uh, paid marketing at this time. Mm -hmm. We do very little, uh, yeah, when I think of everything that we do, it's predominantly just content. We create content, we share it, we're growing our, our you know, uh, social media channels, mm -hmm. Twitter, Facebook, and um, so we're growing those to distribute it. We're growing a partnership base so that when we release this, our partners will share it as well. Mm -hmm. But really, uh, and then we, we dabble in a lot of little other things that we're trying, but for the most part, uh, the content is really what's built Unbounce's acquisition business. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So. And so ballpark figure for our audience, like how much mm -hmm. would so, how much did something like that cost? Uh, well, if you're contracting it out, actually we've never done that, but I mean, think of it, I, I mean, a good writer, uh -huh. uh, you know, it's good writer is going to cost you 50,000 a year, mm -hmm. you know, 60,000 a year. Uh, it's, it's really, a, it's, it's resources. Mm -hmm. uh, really, so it's 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 time and their salaries and um, yeah, so that's what you'd be looking at. It's uh, but think of it though, it's 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 you know it's the cost of you know a, a good writer. Uh, that's what we were faced with. Could mm -hmm. we, when when we started Unbounce, it was like well we could bring in an en another engineer as one of the co-founders, or we mm -hmm. could bring in Ollie to write all this content. We brought in Ollie to write all this content. Had we done the other way, again we wouldn't be. We probably uh, so Ali, Ali is the secret sauce here. He he actually so he did that noob online um, yes. mean, the guide and then um, he, uh, and I, I'm assuming that you guys also do like the ebooks in house as well. That is correct. We do it all in house. 
Cool. Now, I know some companies actually do contract that all out. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't. We do it all in-house. Uh, Ollie, yeah, he's, he's one of the co-founders, and that's what he focuses on. So we made a decision day one to actually invest in content. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah. That completely aligns with um, what Rand said as well. And this, mm. this interview is like really they're, they're eerily similar because you know you guys stress content and yeah. you know the blog being the foundation and all that. And you know they, they do the same thing too. When I asked him like where do you where do you get the people to produce this stuff? It's like huh? you can contract it, but usually it's best to have it done in house because people understand the product more uh, yeah. and understand the space. Um, probably there's a, there's just more alignment in general. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I uh, there's a few things that. I think are worth contracting out and definitely want people if you're going to write about your business you really got to you got to know the business and the only way you're really going to know the business if you're there you're listening to you're talking to customers you're you're part of it day in and day out so yep cool so I know you guys have a really um, you know unbalance is a pretty very easy to very intuitive tool for uh, making landing pages. So, mm-hmm. do you guys have any like additional plans, features you guys are adding that the audience should know about? Oh, <laughs> yeah they they uh, they've been asking you know they've been asking for a lot our customer base. Mm-hmm. But things uh, you know better integration with Google Analytics, uh, Google AdWords, mm-hmm. uh, you know, better tools for measuring performance marketing, uh, you know smarter A/B testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just uh, you know, really getting in a little bit more into the e-commerce side with the uh, SSL that'll be coming out later this year, um, and that'll open the door to you know, Unbounce is pretty centric around generating leads, uh, and certainly the majority of our customers use Unbounce around lead generation. Um, but with SSL, that really opens the door around e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think if you just uh, you spend any time in our customer forums, uh, you can see what they're asking for, and that's that's really what our roadmap looks like over the next two years. Nice, exciting stuff going yeah. on over there. Um, cool. So I mean, for the people that um, that are still looking to you know get their startups to buy into A/B testing, because I know a lot mm-hmm. of startups are very design and dev heavy, and yeah. they don't have a lot of marketers on the team. So how do you get them to really start buying into it when they don't really have a culture of testing these things? Yeah, uh, well, as a startup, and especially if you're, you know, your engineers and designers, uh, read Eric's book, Eric Reese's book, The Lean Startup, mm-hmm. and start there, um, because you shouldn't be building and designing and coding anything that you haven't really tested, or you 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 just risk wasting super valuable resources at at, at that stage, at an early stage on designing and building something that no one's going to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'd say you start there and as and as the company evolves and you you know you bring on a marketer and you start you start well doing marketing, that culture of testing actually now goes into your marketing department as well. So you you know you're throwing up landing page. You're not just driving all your traffic to your homepage. You actually if you, if you, if you test product ideas and mm-hmm features early on that culture will you, you start early with a, a culture of testing mm-hmm. that'll evolve into your marketing as you as the company grows and uh, you know you launch your product and you're looking to grow and scale mm-hmm. um, you know we launch landing pages all the time and we're constantly testing them and, and uh, it's you know actually we did it the opposite we did it because it was part of our marketing culture yeah. we do, yeah. we've done it less on the on the product side but uh, I think there's no reason why startups should do that today I mean it's just it's so easy to nowadays to test things whether you use Unbounce or use other tools uh, you know you just start early uh, test everything 
never assume anything. Test and talk to your customers. Yep, and takeaway here is always be testing, ABT. Cool. So the next thing is, you know, unbalanced, you know, you guys have great content marketing going on. I look at your site, you guys mm-hmm. always, you guys have a great design team as well. It seems like everything is just really flowing. So, you know, even with the ebook stuff too. So mm-hmm. how does the audience go about finding these people? I mean, obviously you said there's like contractors, there's people you can hire, but yeah. what's the best way to hire like good talent, like designers and, you know, copywriters? Um, I, th- I think, uh, you headhunt. I've always found the best people I've ever worked with or hired were people I went out and found. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it's writing, go out and find somebody who's writing you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, if if they're not writing, if their writing is invisible, they're probably not going to be a valuable writer for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to go out and find people who are writing about the stuff you are interested in, mm-hmm. uh, and then offer them a job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, build that relationship. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, if it's employment that you're looking to. Bring somebody in, or if you're, or if you're looking, maybe just to contract somebody out. Uh, go out and look, look who's doing all the infographics. Uh, I mean, just go see the the stuff that uh, Kiss Metrics has done. Yeah, uh, they've done some amazing uh, infographics. Graphics, and I think they've contracted some of that out. So, yeah, we we did know. a lot of them for them. Oh, okay, well there you go. <laughs> so that's yeah. So just going out and you know find good work. You know, as you're out there exploring, and you know if you come across a writer that you you. You know, even if it's you're you're not ready today. So if you're a startup and you you know, you, you don't have budget and you're just go out still spend some time and think okay in six months we're going to launch this thing and we're going to be hiring writers and marketing. Just get out there and start reading blogs and seeing who's writing about the stuff that in your industry. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready, uh, you know, knock, go knock on their door and and uh, see if they'll work for you. Yeah, it sounds like the takeaway here is you go look out for you. You go look for people that have a presence that actually yeah. you know that can actually write well. So people, yes, the proof's in the pudding. It's already there. Yes. Yeah, cool for sure. So, so um, a few more questions here, wrapping it up. Um, what's like a must-read book you recommend to entrepreneurs? Oh, the Lean Startup. Okay. Besides, oh. besides Eric Reese's book. Besides Eric Reese's <laughs> book, oh. Actually, I, it isn't so much a book. I mean, I, I could recommend all the customer, all the same, you know, the customer development stuff yeah. that uh, that's out there. But actually, I would uh, I would get a subscription to Harvard Business Review. Okay. And they cover fundamental everyday challenges uh, for small businesses, big businesses, and some of the best takeaways and best lessons I uh, I ever learned were in just some of the little stories they in every issue of the magazine. Um, I would I would. Subscribe to that. It's it's not cheap. Subscribe to that. Share it. Talk about it with your team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's okay. Cool. How about um, you know? Obviously, entrepreneurs they figure out little hacks to stay productive. So, what's one big productivity hack you can share? Oh, a productivity hack that you can share. Uh, we actually, I think, we have a really good brainstorming method. Uh, where we'll uh, we'll put a problem on the white, uh, on a board up on the wall, uh-huh. hand out a bunch of stickies, and just everybody just come up with ideas and boom, 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 just pound them on the wall. And in ten minutes, you, you can get you know you get ten people uh-huh. write down a bunch of ideas, and in ten per, in ten minutes, the person who's you know who's got this challenge has fifty ideas on how they might be able to solve it. Can you give me an it's, example of this? Um, well, actually, the the, uh, the hundred the, the landing page guide that we did, we uh, we did uh, all he did the um, the one hundred and one landing page uh, tips. Mm-hmm. 
101 landing pages, 101 tips is a lot to come up with. I'd have a hard time coming up with 10. But a few of us said that, and all of said, okay, just come up with 10. And everybody came up with 10. And we uh -huh. sat there, and we brainstormed, and we just saw on a sticky, you write down some tips, uh -huh. things or you know, ideas around what would make a landing page better. And after about a half an hour, there were hundreds of stickies on the, uh, up, on, up on the wall. Uh -huh. So Ollie just collected all the stickies, took the ones that were relevant, categorized. He had 101 that were awesome, and then went away and wrote, wrote the blog post. That is so smart. That's like outsource, crowdsource content yeah. marketing. Yeah, in the office. I mean, yeah. uh, so that's uh, so that's yeah, that's one. Uh, you know, and uh, I'll tell you, some of our best ideas come out of, and some of the, we solve some of the key problems over beers late on a Friday. Uh, you know, it's uh, all too often during the week you've got your head down, you're you're working hard, you're you're trying to get through code or uh -huh. write or whatever it is you're doing, but uh, you know, sitting around on a Friday around a big table and just getting into conversations about the business um, is just, hey, I got this problem this week and blah, 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 and you're sitting around and, and you'll never know who has, the, who has the idea on how to solve it. And it's interesting how people will open up after a beer or two. So you get the, I mean, you even get like the engineers, you get like the whole team, like everyone, or do you just pull like a select number of people? Yeah, it's just, it's all casual. I'll mm -hmm. sit down, you know, uh, five o'clock on a, on a Friday, I'll mm -hmm. grab a beer and I'll take a walk around, I'll sit next to a couple of the engineers and just start a conversation and then we'll walk away with a good idea. Nice, cool. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, so yeah, that's just easy way to just solve some problems. I love it. All right, so final piece of advice for, um, for entrepreneurs. I mean, what's one actionable thing they can do to grow their business in the next 24 hours? Actionable thing they can do to grow their business in the next 24 hours. Start writing. Start Just start writing. Uh, it's hard. And actually, I, I'm a terrible writer. Uh, I can talk forever about writing. I, I, I'm terrible at it. But uh, if, you can't, if you can't do it, get somebody doing it. Somebody in your organization needs to write. And you've got to start right now. Every day. And you've got to write every day. All right, Rick. Thanks so much for doing this. Um, you know, this has been really helpful, and uh, you know, we hope to talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks Thank a lot you. for having me. It's been fun. Yep. Bye. All right. Take care.